From Buenos Aires, I'm Paige Nichols. I'm Caroline McCann. And this is Bad Information, a love letter to the country that drives drives us mad. mad. In today's episode, we grab those dollars, shove into our mattresses, and get ready to navigate the uncertainty that is life in Argentina. nervous just thinking about the dollars I got nervous I just like had a flashback of our first episode where you were cracking open a small bottle of wine oh. and I was slurping on a mate and we were like we've come a long way baby scene and now I'm just like three days into a blowout just trying to make it work with the humedad so good your hair looks no longer like a rolling stone <laughs> although I love that yeah that was our first episode we talked about my bad haircut you've been navigating a lot of challenges and yeah, obstacles totally. humidity weird back bangs <laughs> <laughs> 360 bangs. I think we should take a walk down memory lane. Yeah, that would be fun. That would be fun. I think we'd be the only ones who want to go on it. But you know what? I'm okay with that. We're getting sentimental because this is our little mini despedida of season one. This is season finale, guys. This has been a beautiful journey. It sure has. But shit's gotten real and we need to go to a detox spa for yeah. a while. <laughs> totally. I think that we've just done a little too much self-exploration. Um, also because Argentina is, as usual, going through a bit of a crisis. Big time. It doesn't really matter when you listen to this episode. Right. Because it will always be true. <laughs> this will always apply. No importa cuando leas esto. Um, <laughs> it's especially acute though. And I think it's a perfect moment to just reflect a little bit more yeah. on how we manage to ride that wave and kind of deal with all of the ups and downs that come with living in Argentina, whether you're from here or making a life here. And obviously, we use a lot of humor mm-hmm. and maybe a lot of petite bottles of wine. <laughs> um, but we also just kind of have to face that music. Totally. I think um, it's a metaphor for life. I mean, like there are certainly big ups and downs in in Argentina and I think that recently for me I've like definitely felt them more um because the first time I lived here so I lived here 2009 to 2012 and the first time I lived here I like came down with my dollars in life sa- my life savings in dollars Obvious. and um was like willing to spend that cuz I was younger and I was just 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 like yeah. I'll make it back um, and this time it's very different because now I'm like earning in pesos and like living the reality of the of scarcity of scarcity. It's like a it's like a narrative of scarcity versus abundance. Yes. Big time. So um, but I mean, for me, like one of the main reasons that I moved back to Buenos Aires is because like the simple things exist here. Mm. Like it's exactly because of that. And I think that like, you know seeing how people in the city are reacting to like this just the the volatile economy and um like life life does go on life definitely goes on i mean you'll see people out i mean the past couple 
months have been especially sort of turbulent because, you know, there's a presidential election coming up and they did the primaries and, you know, it was sort of like, what's going to, what's the temperature, you know, what's, what's it looking like? And after sort of this upset um, uh, in early August, yeah. like the day after everyone was just like in a tailspin. I think it was, we were all, every, no matter what side you're on, it was kind of just like, whoa, okay, crazy. But then like after 24 hours, people went back to their lives and like, they're still at the bar. They're still at the confiteria. They're still walking the dog. Like people aren't, staying at home and like worrying what's going to happen because i feel like no matter what things will continue on and is it sort of in spite of it or yeah and i mean Ar argent and argentines are <clears throat> are one of i think the the most um versed in like when things are going wrong it's all about like talking about it and oh, getting it yes. off your chest and expressing it in in a multiple in multiple different ways so like yeah the our little corner cafe Halina Cafe, shout out sponsorship. Sp please. <laughs> Someone give me all of those little angel food cake nibbles. Those are yummy. Um, the, the, the cafe is, is crowded. It's packed. Obviously, the, all this being said, we're very much in a, a particular part of town. Like, right. I know that this is not necessarily the reality for everyone. But yeah, the, you know, people still go and have their little cafe, cafe con leches. Like, they find I ways think, to make space for those little moments. I too. think you're definitely like people are definitely like tightening their their belts. But mm -hmm. like, um, but life goes on. I love like seeing. I don't know. The other night, I noticed like a couple buying their carbon for their asado. You yeah. know, and I, was, I mean, and I was like, you know, things are still are still happening life goes on and like the like i said the basics you know like maybe the i don't know what i want i wonder what like that the like boliche scene is like these days i feel like if people are just desperate and horny <laughs> like i feel like but they de they definitely just go and chain smoke cigarettes they don't consume any alcohol and like or hump there. dry hump because i think that i think that everyone does the previa and they just show up like bombed and then just like sip on a water and then just like look really depressed and then just wait to attract someone's intense sexual energy with their misery yeah what is that what is that that you guys reported um about like argentina being the unhappiest country in the world oh yeah there was a, a global study done by ipsos uh ipsos ipsos i don't know my brain does not work and um they I mean, it was a global study. I don't think they included, of course, every country in the world. Mm -hmm. But we definitely are more unhappy than Venezuela, which will be interesting for a lot of Argentines who kind of, you know, use that metaphor or whatever Do you to know, scare like, them. What what they were measuring, like how they were measuring that? I look. I remember there was a lot of info too about other things that people value, so like family and friends and sentimental relationships, um, and then how social media does nothing for anyone in any part of the world. Um, I think it's like only eleven people, eleven percent said that like social media brings them joy right. or something. Um, but yeah, I actually couldn't find like what was the like the criteria of yeah. what they measured of the questions, but it's. It kind of surprised me because I feel like despite this insanity and all this craziness that the country deals with, I would say the people, yeah, there's like a lot of melancholy and that kind of tango vibe. Yeah. Is I feel like there's that that quota, but I would still, I would say that Argentines always find a way to just look on the bright side or even if it's like co a, a collective misery, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, like it's like, I would, right. I don't know. It's, misery loves company, it but. It really does, especially if there's a sobre mesa. <laughs> um. But yeah, I, I would say like maybe there's the, there's definitely that expression of anything, anything negative in your life, which I find to be very like, like very much a relief when you can like get together with someone and be like, listen, I'm not doing great. I'm having yeah. a bad day. And the, I'm I mean, like, yeah, I'm worried the day about after this. the primaries, I was like so tense. I just felt 
so tense and uncertain and scared and I yeah. like I don't know if I was I I I part of me felt like I was projecting it outwards but I definitely sensed it in the city and it general. was in the air it and was th- in the air yeah. there definitely is that that degree two of the media that uh, I think it's a global phenomenon but it's very much a thing here as well in sort of turning up the dial on that like I had to in therapy talk about it after the primaries and then after the devaluation the second evaluation this year big one um of sort of this well what's gonna happen like oh my god like end of the world and and sort of being like okay but Paige like think you're gonna be okay yeah you're like think about it real like actually be objective and you know watching and you know because of my job and always being on social media and always having to check with the news it's like very easy to get caught up in that tailspin of sensationalism Mm -hmm. and just intensity and so it just dials up the tension and you're just like (gasps) and your body is like rigid people reaching out from the u.s being like you know my my like uh dad and brother work in finance and so they're like you know the the downgraded to the triple c or whatever yeah um but yeah, I'm like, okay, I feel I I know that it's we're in a bad place, but I kind of was like thinking about this metaphor the other day. It's like, you know, it's like you're working, like living here, choosing to live here is like you're work you're working at a company where like maybe like the office isn't great and like the 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 product is kind of like our service that the company's offering is like outdated or something like that but the people are great yeah. and you have a great time and you you love like you keep going back express yourself creatively or like yeah like you, there's something that's keeping you there so it's yeah. like I struggle with that when I go back to the states or when I talk to people from the states so like how are things there because if like if if the question is coming from a like because I saw on the news that that Argentina is the next Venezuela, right. then I'm like, well, yeah, you know, uh, things are rough and this. That, and then all of a sudden I'm just like, well, that was a downer. Like, uh, I'm like, <laughs> womp, womp, yeah, womp. And I'm going to fade to darkness. Right. But like um, th- that's kind of like how I want to paint the picture moving forward is like, yeah, it's definitely it's certainly not like some brilliant emerging market with like all this promise, but like the simple things are taken care of. And I really feel um, that like, I just feel that my lifestyle is, is better here. Yeah. I mean, I think for us as like East coast Americans, we're so used to things being certain and predictable and projectable. If that's a word, I just invented it. Hi Um, Webster big ups, but, um, (laughs) but I think, and that's so when, like, I'm sure it happens to you, you know, people ask you, like, you know, chaos is like, as we've spoken about earlier this season. Totally. And because it's like, I think a lot of Argentines crave that stability and that kind of, you know, I mean, and I, and I miss that, that too sometimes of being able to think, okay, well, in five years, I'll, like, if I save my money in this currency, then I will be able to take a trip here or buy this or whatever. And not having that is really hard for someone like me who's deals with anxiety because it's just yeah. like it does feel like you're kind of on the cliff and your toes are just hanging over and you're like, okay, well, like what's going to happen? Like where, what's going to, you know, what's, are we going to fall off? Or right. it's like this giant precipice. Um, but at the same time that, I mean, maybe we're just gluttons for punishment because that kind of experience I think does force you to kind of wake up and be, kind of you know with it and, and and more in tune more in the present and when you kind of fall into this routine of like relying on knowing that everything's going to be the same down the line like in the U.S. it's just kind of changes your outlook like I don't know we have a friend who's back in Australia and he's like it's great everything's clean everyone's nice I can pay with my cell phone for everything right. you know blah 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 but there's 
he's just like it's so boring it's yeah. dreadfully boring like yeah. he's like on this, it looks fantastic and it's great and i by all accounts should be saying this is like the best but he's like i miss buenos aires yeah. i miss the culture i miss how gritty it is i just miss all these things and you know there's something to be said for that yeah i mean i think i i hear it time and time again from like the expat community of people going away for long, long periods of time and even the last time i went home which i think was like 10 days or maybe two weeks 12 days something like that I was really happy to come back and I hear yeah. it time and time again from expats like I went home for or they weren't traveling slash home or whatever for three months and they're like it was too long like yeah. I'm, and, too and much. I'm so too much, and, too much. I'm, and I'm happy to be back but um, yeah like what you were saying about um, well I guess wh where I wanted to take the conversation is like the way that people like the outlets that people um, use like when they're feeling this like uncertainty mm. and anguish and yeah, there, on one side of things, there's the fact that, like you said, it kind of forces you to be present. Yeah. Um, and something that I think about a lot and is like this is spontaneity. Like, I think that it's so nice to have more spontaneity in your life. You just you don't necessarily plan so far ahead, but mm -hmm. it allows for more just like uh, things that, that you that you want to do in the moment you do them instead of being like, like well, I, I really want to go there, but I had those reservations from three weeks ago. Right. Um, and I think that also people, you know, I have a friend who's like a visual artist and like she's like the, the, the creative scene is just like exploding. Yeah. People are making so much art and using so many different kinds of creative outlets. Yeah. Um, well, because things if when they're kind of static and steady and predictable and you could say boring it's not as conducive to creative and artistic expression because there's you know there's things that are happening you know no se tan matando you know you've got the economic collapse and all these things and people are angry and a lot of political unrest and yeah it forces creatives to use that outlet to sort of amp up their work which totally. is cool i mean in that sense it's like it is a cultural contribution yeah i mean I'm not again it's like maybe we're all doing this because we really like the to suffer <laughs> but i i kind of you know i think that it's like i do think that it is a huge part of the argentine psyche as well at this point i mean it's kind of cyclical suffering and i don't know i mean it's like part of me thinks it's like a party trick you know it's like when you come like when i got here the dollar peso exchange was three to one Right now it's like 63 to one. It's wild and it's depressing, but it's yeah. like funny to to try to make light of it in the sense of, okay, well, and things are still going. Like we're still here. Like I still have a job. We're all still hanging out with our friends. Yeah, maybe we're adjusting in certain ways or we just have to kind of go with the flow. But it's kind of, I don't know, it's, it's pretty, I guess if I like step back and look at it, I think yeah. pretty cool to be able to continue on and to do this and to not let it stop you from making your life yeah i don't know i mean I, I do think a lot of energy is expended on that stress and i think that it would be nice to have some of that back for other things yeah. like selfishly i think just because yeah. right now it's still we're kind of still in the middle of the storm yeah um definitely like just last night i was with dinner um with friends at dinner and uh one of our friends is a journalist uh, for like international media and he's like yeah i mean i get paid in dollars but uh, and i've been here a long time but like now i'm a homeowner and i'm my worries are very different now mm. because i have this just different things to be concerned about in terms of where my money's tied up or where it isn't tied right. up and and sort of like if this could be a quote worst case scenario like if Argentina could default like if that would happen and all that kind of stuff so right. I think that people are we're all just kind of going through it together and like Definitely. it just you know takes over the conversation after a few glasses of wine yeah because it's like it, it I mean, always takes over the conversation I mean that's like I mean taxi drivers yeah. dog walkers anyone 
it's just, I mean, it's like unavoidable. And then you have to just like, you know, your your response to que haces acá is just like, oh my God. Some, me yeah, gusta what, sufrir. Me <laughs> gusta sufrir, exactly. Um, and I know like uh, uh, some expats who are like more like recent arrivals and like, you know, they're like coming up to their first time that they need to like uh, renovar la visa turista mm -hmm. and like they're 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 definitely really doubting it yeah um, people i mean i think that i've known a lot of people i'm sure you have too over these years that like the ex the experiment has ended after like a year they're like you know what i'm i'm not gonna i'm, don't, I'm not gonna stay here like yeah. i don't need to and this is just too much and it was fun while it lasted and thanks and i don't know maybe in some weird kind of selfish way i kind of feel like it is a bad badge of honor to like have made it this far yeah. like i don't know i mean there's no prize at the end right but, um I don't know. It's like, yeah, I toughed it out and I made it work. And yes, I complain a lot. And I always <laughs> complain about being pacificada, um, which is true. And that's one of my biggest kind of like ongoing. Pacificada? Pacificada. Paci what's that? I earn in pesos. Like I don't ah, earn. Yeah. Pacificada. So yeah, like, yeah, 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 I mean, hashtag pacificada. Yeah. A shirt, please, with that on it. You know, but and so that's maybe one thing I wish I had been able to resolve. Yeah. When, like if I could go back in time, maybe yeah. I would have hooked something up a little differently. But yeah, we but may, I mean, it's like we're doing it. I don't know. In my experience, I found that when you when you're still tied to um, the the dot, like if you're working for a company in the U.S. or, you know, um, I mean, I was working for a company that had ha like freelancing for a company that had a presence in the U.S. and here. And I was paid on like a dollar scale. Um, but I like still felt that. I felt that like U.S. like pressure and mm. like workaholism that like came along with it. Yeah. So it's like when you're pacificada, there there maybe is. Do you think that there's a little bit of a? I mean, maybe I don't know if I don't I don't know. I think that the pressure is really intense because like the reality is like my salary devalued thirty percent in a week. Yeah. So that's really hard, and it's in and I work really hard. I mean, you know, I mean, we work. A long work week here. Yeah. I mean, I, I am, I'm pretty. I don't. I want to say I'm a workaholic, but I definitely don't have the. I have a lot of freedom, but I think that I. I'm not like super tranky. You know, it's right. like I have a lot on my mind. Yeah, things to take care of, mm -hmm. and um, I that that's very hard. And so no, I know that I'm lucky to have a relationship where we can help each other out. And like I, you know, there's a big safety net that if it needs to be tapped into, it can't. Like my mom's always like, you can always just come back and live in the basement, <laughs> and I'm like. That the sad thing is that's exactly what I would have to do. Yeah, exactly. And, but I know that I, I mean I know that I'm extremely privileged and lucky to have that and yeah. to have like a, an escape route, like yeah. you know, escape valve or whatever. Um, and that I know that I'm not like you know a third of the country that literally is below the poverty line. But it still is. It's very hard not to associate kind of performance and value and and you learn to we've talked about this before but you learn to value other things yeah. because like money is meaningless yeah. it, in a sense yeah. um and so it's like why well, I, I look at measuring my success in other ways because i think okay i'm not making any more money right but right. In fact, i'm making less money but um the best thing oh my god i was cleaning out my office and i found my home office and i found all of my pay stubs from like 2009 okay <laughs> i earned like a thousand pesos a month i'm like what? like i was like this is like a bill at a cafe right. today like totally it's so wild to see how low this i think when i was working at the herald they were like four thousand pesos a month uh, right. or something. and like it's like gay like it's just so funny to me i don't know to kind of go down absolutely that. i mean just like i mean the bus fare like even even something like bus fare or the price of just like your basic goods well i look at the ice cream because you know you're an helado fan totally. 2007 the smallest size at fredo was cinco pesos oh my god five 
flipping pesos and now it's like 150 or something oh i don't know how much God. i don't even know that is so expensive I don't, it's like i feel like lucille bluth when she's like it's a banana how much could it cost ten dollars because like she has no idea of exactly. how anything i don't know what anything should cost i'm yeah. like is it caro is it barato totally i have no reference oh it's such a mind fuck it really it's just so i think it's like going back to just seeing how we handle all this uncertainty and how we kind of just make it a part of our lives because it's it's an it's an active choice for us to live here yeah. and you know warts and all and like you said i think that the the pros yeah the office is maybe a little rundown maybe the product is a bit shoddy or dodgy but like the people are great and it lets you do things that you wouldn't otherwise do at a more structured company yeah and exactly. so i think that it's just being super aware of how to kind of block out like i think that so much of this intensity has seeped in at least in me in the past couple of months like I, I have to kind of put blinders up because yeah. I think that if I let that get to me it's too much but yeah. like on my own I can kind of regulate on my own scale yeah absolutely and so when you first arrived like what what are the I mean other than the price of helado and things like that like I mean the government was so you first arrived in 2007 okay. so it was like super stable in terms of like there was not a lot of inflation um and it politically was doing really well i mean in terms of like there wasn't anything i mean beyond just the typical political culture here of you know marchas and piquetes and things i mean to not go into like a political science class or a government i don't even know what i'm talking about like history history class i don't even know history, one um but you know so it was like it was a backdrop and i also wasn't as involved because i was a new arrival and seeing things through a different lens definitely through a but different definitely lens. didn't pick up so much on like the i think it was like a I think 2007 in particular was like a golden year for Argentina okay. in terms of recent times because yeah. it really was st as stable as it's been and the economy was doing well and things like that. And it was just opening up in terms of tourism. You know, it was like before Starbucks was was here, which is kind of cool. Um, yeah. and, you know, and there were all these cool up and coming designers and artists. It was kind of like that new wave. And then, I mean, I don't know. It just it's like it's a flipping roller coaster. I mean, I remember last year in September, the first big devaluation like of recent times. And I think that's I think that the past year has been especially acute because I think that we've always I mean, I, I remember the sepo, like the real sepo. I remember the blue dollar. What year was that? That was like 2010. Yeah. Because my I remember my parents came to visit and I had them, I told my dad, I was like, bring dollars in cash and we will exchange them with our guy on the black market and he'll come with all the things strapped. His, he's kind of hot. His, <laughs> it's like the, the one day I was in like a home office and Jose was like getting money changed and I was like, oh, this is the snack that brings us our cash. He like, like un, he I was like, <laughs> does his um, like, trench coat yeah, and like opens it. And, and like just... rolled up his pants and I was like on his little saw. I was like, would you like a glass of water? He's like, no. And I was like. I uh, love you. Oh um, but anyway, so I, I had we had him you know, change the money. And then my dad went and paid their hotel bill in pesos, in cash. Right. He, they had to take him to the back room and like use a cash, ca like a bill counter. Like my dad was like, Am I? he was giggling like a child. Yeah. He was like, I feel like a narco. Yeah. Um, but like, and I, that was rough. I mean, that was scary thinking of, you know, to get dollars, you had to show a plane ticket to prove that you were traveling. Jeez. And a lot of people who were denied, even though they were going for legitimate reasons, you know, going for work. And like, that was rough, you know, and, but I think that it's like, we forgot, we, we also like forget about that. I yeah. think that it's like a, like, you know, we just, there's so much insanity happening in the world that like we're in indignados for a day. And then it's like, we forget because yeah. there's something else to be indignado about, <laughs> exactly. which is like also pretty fucked up. But I think he, it's. I do think like a part of the condition here is just to complain. Like it's sort of like it's all we're always going to be like, ah, viste, viste lo que pasa con viste este, no sé, yeah. los gremios. Like there's always something to, that's going to be 
uncertain or bad. That's the thing. Like, I mean, I know when you came in 2007 or when I came in 2009, like um, things were things were different there was more stability but i and 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 our definitely my outlook was certainly very different and i had dollars i mean you know i was living off of dollars it was four to one at the time but like there was still the people not understanding why you're here telling me about the history of argentina and telling me exactly that it's just a series of ups and downs and you know everybody has their money under their mattress and like um, yeah, people, I mean, there's that, that whole, like, every 10 years, so it's been, like, we're overdue for, we, we're technically almost 10 years overdue, because yeah. it's, like, if we're comparing, or we're using 2001 as, like, the be- the recent benchmark, I mean, up until then, everyone was saying, like, ah, you know, cada 10 años, and it's, like, we're waiting, and so it kind of builds this expectancy of, yeah. like, when is the, when's it gonna hit the fan, totally, which is also really kind of messed up, because you can't, like, wait for that to happen, like, you can't just be on the edge of your seat, um, and you realize, like, Another thing I talked about in therapy, like the end, like there isn't going to be an end of the world. Like there isn't going to be a moment where suddenly someone flips a switch and it's like, all right, over, <laughs> ciao, like, see ya, cerrame la ocho. Like it's like, it's gonna, it's this kind of gradual ecosystem of, of things just moving and going in different directions and up and up and down. Absolutely. So like, if you start looking at it like that, it kind of changes your outlook because like your mindset, because you start thinking, okay, I'm not waiting for something to happen, like a, a one act. Right. It's more like, how am I just going to be responding almost in real time? Totally. Or, how or- are you going to be responding to, yeah, to like whatever is thrown at you here? And like we said, it's definitely more of a, like a practice of presence. Um, the Buddhists are just really hanging out here. Yeah, totally. And like, I mean, you know, there's so, always so much comparison, you know, I mean, I, I, you compare what happens in the U.S. what happens here because like sometimes people will come here, they'll visit or whatever, and they'll say, you know, um, it's a shame the way this the, the the state of this or that. And um, but I'm like, well, I don't know. We don't have like mass shootings happening. Like, yeah, yeah. OK, there's like the like insecurity is certainly an issue and, and you have to be way you have to be more attentive than you have to be in New York even or yeah. something like that. But there's not the risk of like uh, you know An four incel. mass shootings in in a week or you know yeah like yeah. but they have apple pay so you know <laughs> right right like i mean it's like I, I i kind of love that we like when i go home and i feel like i'm living in the future cuz like all these things and i'm like i kind of enjoy knowing that i can live without them yeah like it's kind of it feels like a special treat to like be like whoa you can do this and then it's like whoa like it's like when your parents let you stay up to watch tv like on new year's <laughs> eve or something with the ball drop and then you come back home and it's like oh okay I can, like i don't have apple pay but i can you know i don't know do something else yeah not get shot um and not to make not have that, that no thing, yeah, but it's not like have that fear of like i don't know commuting like what we were doing before commuting to manhattan and like penn state you know bomb threats in penn station yeah. and like um I mean, yeah and so. even now and i think i mean i i don't know maybe what your take on it is but i think that be it's it's a definitely a global it's happening around the world in terms of these kinds of polarizations and the very black and white things with politics and social culture but you know in the u.s now i mean it's like i don't even rec- you know it's not the country that we grew up with no and so and having trump in power so i think that like our friends and family are starting to they're encountering their own kind of uncertainty or mm. you know, stress that mm. they haven't ever had to deal with before because Definitely. we took everything for granted. And it's almost like I feel like we have something to share with them. Like we can help them out or we can, I don't know, like offer some perspective because totally. we're much more used to it. Yeah, And like Definitely. just kind of knowing how to 
deal with it and i don't know yeah yeah that, that that's an interesting thing to to analyze cuz i definitely feel like People are stressed out and strung out here, but people are also really stressed out and strung out in the U.S. Yeah. I think that, I mean, my experience when I go home is usually just like people who are like addicted to their work, people who have kind of lost like their ability to. And, and I think this is happening all over the world because of like cell phones, smartphones and things like this, but like just lost their ability to pay attention, to listen, to be like mindful and present. Yeah, like and, we just are always thinking about like what. Like no, we can't just f- focus. Yeah, and like yeah, you're generating uh, you're generating a lot if you have like some you know big big city job or something. But you're it's never enough. You're always I mean you're always chasing the you're next always thing. chasing the little carrot. Yeah, like even you. if you make dollars, yeah, if you, let's say if you're making two hundred thousand dollars a year, let's say which for here is like whoa, like you know living like a king like Susana. Um, but there, I mean, it's like you're still it's it's just it's you almost realize it has no real value because it's like it's all relative. So it's like, yeah, it's a lot for, I don't know, Des Moines, Iowa. But if you're living in Manhattan, you know, you're always going to be chasing that next thing and mm-hmm. you're going to have to keep up and you just have to you feel like you have to keep pedaling and yeah. generating and you're you're pushing yourself to extremes that are bad for you yeah. because you just start you start to overfill on stuff that is just you don't know the limit yeah and i know like in my experience in the states i kind of felt like um i didn't really feel like i had much of a choice in terms of like what i was spending like i was mm. invited to the wedding so i had to go and that was plane fare hotel dress guests, hair dress whatever and so and that was 10 times a year sometimes yeah so well, people who go into debt to go to their friends weddings yeah. which is like so sad to me whereas here i get together with some friends on a saturday night and like literally everybody's like economic situation is like taken into consideration yeah. it's like should we just like you know make some polenta or should we like i know it sounds so sad but it's like but, it, it, but it's, it's like, like should we just about- make some polenta or should we order out and if we order out like you know, we like my friends, we had some friends together and she she didn't like know some of the group and she was like very conscious of that. Right. Like, you don't I don't f- know what their economic situation is. So what would you guys prefer? Pizza yeah. or Sarkis? Yeah. Always Sarkis. Always Sarkis. Um, Future sponsor. <laughs> Spoiler alert. So good. I mean, and that, and that I do think that's great because it's you realize it's not so much about this posturing of like how much you're spending and like what you're wearing and whatever it's like the act of being together like that's what's important so if we're eating, if we're gonna eat polenta con tuco like i don't really care because yeah. i'm not like it's not like an affront to my status it's more just like i want to hang out with you and yeah and if like maybe i'm earning dollars and doing really well but you're not and so i'm not it's but it's like we're still all in the shit together totally yeah where whereas in the states it was like what do i my only option my only option was just like what i just don't go to the wedding i'm just like not a good friend like, but that's the thing but i mean like it's like i've i've you learn to yeah you said like because people are so afraid of upsetting their friends that they'll literally go into debt to rather than just say listen i'm really sorry i can't i can't make it but here's the thing is like <clears throat> right i can't make it and it's like and you say like i mean i don't know it's like you said i've gone to 10 weddings this year i right. spent thousands of dollars that i do not have or like i mean and what what about saving you know what i mean like it's like okay maybe i have it but like maybe i have a goal that i'm saving for like why i can't i think that i mean i don't know i think that a good i missed a lot of that because i moved here so i already by default missed most weddings i made it a point to go to certain ones that i really cared about and like that's but even even though i'm even then i missed some that i still really would have loved to have gone to um 
but I don't I think like from an outside perspective I, w- I mean I feel like a true friend would understand oh totally and was and would say like I mean obviously you, you don't want to miss the party you want to you don't want to have the FOMO you want to be there on their special day but life is choices and yeah. so maybe you don't go to all 10 you go to seven and yeah. even then so or you, or you go to five and um but, but I definitely felt that like being at that age, making that money, living that lifestyle, it was like, well, I don't really, I can't really say no. I got that invite. You have like, to, I have to, I don't know. You have to keep up. Cause you, it was like, well, I don't know. I guess in my head it was like, well, what am I really, I'm, I'm 26, I'm 20, you know, it's not like I'm, I don't know, but I, I just, I always say the more money that you make, the more you spend somehow. Yeah. That's how I, mean, I feel. I think that there are people who, are really good at managing money and can live frugally and save, save, save. Or I definitely think that that's a thing. Um, I mean, I, I know it's a thing. And I think that um, also now with internet, I mean, there are some incredible groups and resources like for, um, I think it's called FIRE, like Financially Independent um, Retire Early. Ooh. Like it's a goal. Yeah. FIRE. Um, not, not to be confused with FIRE Festival. Right. Um, but, and so there are people who sh- kind of share these like, not extreme, but just like very organized and very kind of planned out ways to live your life. Yeah. Um, but it's so true. I mean, I don't know. I get at home and I see people. It's like you have to have. It's like everyone looks the same, you know, from a certain. It's like they all have to have the same bag. They have like the Goyard tote or whatever. They have to have the the right. They have to have this watch. They have to have these shoes. And they and it's just like they have these sunglasses. And it's like yeah, I, I get it. Like you paid for that, whether whether you're in debt or not. And I like don't no think one knows. That it's necessarily like conscious on on these people's parts. Like I mean. I don't know. I go home and have and I hear I, I don't know what those things are. Like when you <laughs> reference these like brands, I absolutely no idea. And like sometimes, yeah, the conversation like goes that way. And I'm I'm just like, I, you're like, I wear alpargatas. Uh, cool. have the same. But I, I, I experienced that a little bit like all all throughout like the course of my life. I, I felt that like in high school when I went to this all girls Catholic high school and I was like, and it was the uniform, but then it was like all about the brand of shoe you were wearing and the brand bag you were carrying. Yeah. And we were 14 years old. Oh my God. Oh, please. <laughs> and I just remember identifying like that that was something that made me very uncomfortable. Well, it's like markers. And you just think like why? And you're judging someone based on how they're presenting. I mean, it, may, it has like an anthropological sense and I get it. But yeah, I just, I kind of, that's why I love here. So we'll be like, oh my God, like I love that bag. And I'm like, it's from Zara. And they're like, oh, like I love how low the bar yeah, is. Like totally. it, it doesn't have to be this Chanel fucking purse right. to like have someone say they like it. And yeah. so, you know, because we don't, we have Zara here. But let's say, you know, so it's like, I say forever. You're like, they're like, ay, Dios mío. For and you're like, I love forever. Forever, forever. And you know, that, and so, H-E-M-A. and like, so that's, I mean, it's kind of, it takes the pressure off. And mm. I think that. I don't even know how we got here from what we were originally talking about, but it's like it does feel it's like it is like a reprieve from I guess we have so many other things to worry about. Like the last thing I want to be worried about is like what I'm wearing. I think I've probably worn the same outfit to every time we record the podcast. It's like my <laughs> uniform. But like, you know what? It's comfortable and I like it. Oh, yeah. And um, it works. And, it's like, and it never fails in a good elevator selfie. And I look like Waldo. I mean, <laughs> I do. Um, and. I kind of like knowing that like first of all a, a true friend wouldn't judge you by what you do or don't have but I love just knowing that like there's no the the parameters of like measuring up against someone are just not it's not about how much money you make it's not about because no one has money anyway right. because it's all fake right. and it's all gone to inflation or right. it's all in my in my, it's in it's my bush in- <laughs> 
It's in my colchón. I think colchón de hojas. Oh my god, um, I'm going batty. But you know, so it's like let's let's talk about other things. Let's value people for their human. Yeah, yeah. And let's just, just analyze each other. Like really, like it's just talk therapy. Like this yeah. is basically that. I mean, bec- I think I don't know. I I, I do know people not super close friends of mine or colleagues or anything but who've, who've said you know my my family lost everything in 2001 like you know the parent like you know obviously recent histories of like or stories of like crisis de verdad and i think that it's triggering for a lot of those people to to wonder like what what could be on the horizon but i think that other than that it's like in general it's like this is just part of it just comes with the territory like uncertainty comes with argentina yeah. and if you can hack it great it doesn't make you a bad person if you can, but it's sort of like you have to play by the rules or it's like this is the game. Yeah. And if you can't, it's sometimes it just wears you down. And that's also OK because not everyone is the same. Yeah. And some yeah. of us just like to be miserable. Totally. But yeah, but I, 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 the, the whole study about Argentines being the unhappiest country in the world, I'm like, I don't I could see it looking that way outwardly it, to an extent. But like, you know, if um. I was I was curious and I should have looked into it, but like I was curious as to how that was measured because I'm doing I'm checking this again right now because I, I looked at the article to, to see what the things were because like for for what my and it's all it's all relative like what what is happiness? I mean, like I'm kind of my perspective is like not not necessarily happiness is not necessarily a goal, but like peace is a goal. So right. it's like because life is always going to throw you curveballs. Right. So, you know, you could have all the dollars in the world, but some awful health condition or something exactly, like that. Yeah. So it's like, uh, you know, that, well, that not should be one of my, yeah, I mean, in this, in this, like, país sufrido, like, where, how can we, like, find peace regardless with our little, like, cafe con leches? I mean, that's usually, like, a, like, a vent sesh or, like, our asados yeah. with friends and... Cultivate your... um little garden with like there's there's no never they're never ceasing to come up with entrepreneurial ideas and ventures always a proyecto always always varios proyectos retomando cosas (laughs) retomando cosas i love retomando yeah it's necessary well okay here's so the ipsos global advisor on global happiness 2019 says that only 34 percent of the people surveyed in argentina say that they're happy they um did this survey across 28 countries in the world Australia and Canada at the top, obvi. Good day, mate. Um, don't you know? That's not Canadian. That's like Minnesotan. I'm going to quit now. Um, and China is up there too. And then the US. Um, but I was looking. Okay. But I'm. it doesn't really go into the what they were asked. It just says like, si afirman ser felices o no. Okay. But so, to, so according to the poll, um, being healthy and having like physical well-being um, children and like re- relationships are the parts of life that generate the most satisfaction for Argentines. So being okay. healthy, so being let good. Me, let me interject. Here's mm-hmm. an idea. Stop paying your dog walker, save that money, get your ass out on the street and moving and walk your dog. But sometimes you, you have your job. Yeah. Most people have. I mean, I walk poach when I, I can. No, no, no. And I'm not saying, but I'm just, I'm throwing ideas throwing out there. You're free balling. You're free, free balling. And then, okay. Also, um, People who are happy say that because they feel like their life has a purpose, 47%, and that they have seguridad personal, personal okay. safety, 45 It's kind of strange. Okay. Um, but then, so talking about being on social media um, or moving abroad and then material possessions are things that generate the least happiness in Argentines. 
Wow. Material possessions. Interesting. Yeah. So I, what I love about it here is like I have friends who are artists, who are actors, who are, you know, uh, deciding between whether they want to be a musician or an actor. You know, like mm -hmm. I, I think that there, it, my experience is that people definitely feel the that the the like their horizons are wider in terms of their options for like what they can yeah. do for a living i mean i i don't know i've never in my circle in the states i've never heard people say like i'm deciding between whether i'm going to be a musician or an actor <laughs> it it's just like, feels, feels so like kind of far off doesn't it yeah or kind yeah. of like not yeah it seems like kind of like it's like a skit like on snl you know it's like <laughs> i'm deciding i'm gonna be a basket weaver or like a didgeridooist which i why do i always choose that instrument that i can never pronounce didgeridoo well i yeah and there's definitely I, I meet so many people who are like I'm just like finishing my screenplay before I launch my like you know this this other proyecto over here and all the while I volunteer three nights a week like handing out food to the homeless people I mean people just uh, it's like you said Argentines either sleep four hours a night or 14 hours a night and nothing in between literally no middle ground it's just one of the two extremes and it's like whoa okay we are just full throttle or we are in hibernation mode. they can be very full throttle um and I think it's wonderful it is wonderful I'm still trying to find like more info from the Ipsos website about this stupid survey but um although in the I think that a lot of for a lot of people happiness is tied to America to the state of their country and the economy yeah. which is like makes sense I don't know I mean I guess it's just sort of like at the end of the day like you said you know life is never going to be perfect no matter where you are there's always going to be uncertainty there's always going to be something that's not a guarantee I mean even waking up tomorrow isn't a guarantee if we're really going to go to the extreme right. so it's like a great it's like a great exercise to learn how to navigate that and to learn how to deal with it yourself because everyone has different coping mechanisms or different ways to kind of channel um, so it doesn't overwhelm them totally and I mean my I mean my go-to's are helado yeah Cuddling my dog mm -hmm. and screaming into a pillow. Gotta have that screaming into a pillow. Mine is like lavender eye pillow, mm. um, 10 pound sandbag, oh. just like weighing me down. I want that. Yeah, you need I'm, one of those anxiety, I need to be like, like weighted anxiety I need blankets. to be just like, it's like I have autism. And I'm like, I know, because I know that they were invented for that, I think, for people, like for kids on the spectrum. With like I'm sensory. sure. It's yeah, like a no, safety. Getting that like little weighted sensory feedback is oh. so great. I just have a sandbag and I'm now I started, <laughs> I've taken to get creative, like recommending people just getting bags of rice but it's not no mine's and like then you can eat it <laughs> it's like i'll make a sandcastle and then roof. when you run out of food you just open your self-soothing mechanism and cook up some rice or it's sand you just if it starts to flood if your house floods <laughs> if you're living in a piace you just put that in the front door and you're good to go it's multi dos por uno <laughs> i mean you know what are you gonna what are you gonna do um i don't even i mean here what? we are okay how did this conversation how is this conversation leaving like are we gonna go home and start searching for jobs that pay dollars i mean i'm i don't even know i feel like i'm just gonna wander the streets of the city alone listening to like adele oh my god i used to do that sing out loud just like sing. oh wait, that's what i love people do here like people people sing. walk to work like downtown like men in suits and like sing along horribly to their music and i was at the gym the other day because i'm retomando and there was a woman speed walking on the treadmill like full-on orchestrating with her hands yes. and like fist pumping and I was like she is my hero I was just watching her and I was like you are giving me a show I don't even know what you're on you're on yeah. the treadmill and I love it <laughs> it was so it was so like inspiring yes. like people and they just were like ha, 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 
sudden it's like, whoa. Okay. I do it too. It's great. No fear. It's such a good feeling. It's so yeah. Okay. So we have a plan. I have a, well, it'll last for like, it's valid for the next 24 to 36 hours. It's like contingent upon <laughs> right, right, right. the peso not going up. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like, then if we have that. It's like, okay, no shit. Now I need to roll back on my Spotify premium. Now I can't afford Spotify premium I just, anymore. Well, I spent, I bought a chair, as you know, um, a mid-century modern, lovely little gem. I was yes. like, sure. I mean, I, I've actually, in this, the past few weeks, I have my flagrant spending has kind of gone. I think I'm getting like in crisis mode where it's like the world's ending. I can't like dry hump a stranger to Boliche because I'm married. So I like I bought tickets to see the Backstreet Boys. Gonna Got see, to. I'm going to see the BSB. I mean, so come on. It also enjoys. the world has to exist until March 7th, 2020 like that. It has to happen because okay. I have the ticket. Yeah. Um, and then I bought this fucking chair Um, and I'm just like, sure, because you know sure. what? It will come. Like maybe I mean, the money will come back. I'm not like wasting. I'm not like burning through my savings, but it's kind of like, oh, I mean, I can't just I can't go into scarcity mode because no. I think that that's just a bad place, at least for me to be. Yeah, definitely. I have to cultivate abundance by yeah. spending money. <laughs> I'm like, is my therapy working or doing the You're exact like opposite of what's supposed to be doing? Eating rice and beans, but you got that chair, girl. Well, and I got the rice out of the bag that I use. So, <laughs> um, so given that this is our despedida, can we just like talk really quickly about like, you know, the the the, how much I love you? The despedida like lifestyle that we live. Oh my god! How many despedidas have you gone to? The limit does not exist. <laughs> I have been to so many, just like, and it's all. Then there's like the despedidas that are like temporary. Cause they're like me voy afuera hacer un master, but like not even like a full on master, like a two month. And I'm like, it's and then are you're they coming, coming back? back and they come back. Yeah. It's like despedida, like we have to do the despedida. I mean, I have one next week. Um, our video editor is moving to Spain to do her masters. Actually. Oh, and um, everybody's moving to Spain. Everyone's fucking going to Spain. Um. Uh yeah, so the despedidas that is definitely you know a part of life here, a part of life here, part of the expat, a part of the expat culture, and I think more and more part of like a uh, the Argentine culture. Yeah. Well, more and more people, people are, are going abroad to study and to work, going abroad to study and to work, and um, you know. People even will like take. I know when my friend moved to Spain, I took her to the airport. I parked the car, walked all the way in they, they to do, the security. People line. like they have like a contingent of people out at Ezeiza. Like yeah. like no, it's not the right word, but like people. It's like all the uh, caravan, and yes. it's like I will watch you go through to passport control. It's so sweet. It is really sweet. I was hysterically crying. Oh my god! Obviously, oh I'm like getting emotional just thinking oh. about it. Like I wasn't even there. Like. And like, I mean, because my friend uh, moved to London and now she's in Italy and same thing, like her her whole grupo, El Grupo, that yep. has a name and everything, went, I mean, they're like, you know, in their mid thirties, but they're all out there oh, with yeah. her parents. And it's so sweet, this kind of just like constant support. Like, yeah. I think it's like sad to have the despedida, but then it's always like kind of a cool way to bring together the people that are in your life. Like, you, you know, the one we went to a couple of weeks ago, um, the people in diplomats, and it's like you have this hodgepodge of humans and it's like really kind of cool to see so them all cool. together. So cool. And it's like always, a, I mean, there's always these tender moments and these kind of sentimental moments, yeah. but at the end of the day, it's like a party. Yeah, It's totally. like a perfect excuse just to be like, vamos a comer empanadas and whatever, relive totally. the good days. Yeah, yeah. Um, we should have brought empanadas. Mm, empanadas a petite bottle of wine. <laughs> Just the petite that yeah, I spilled last but night. But it's it's yeah, there we definitely definitely despite all the ups and downs, take care of each other, see each other off, you know. Oh. So many espadillas, so many besos. Should we just go to Cesar right now? Just yeah. like just to like get the feeling. Like, it's like we should just go there and then come back. Like, <laughs> totally. It's such a big spend like, eight hundred pesos on a hamoni queso sandwich. <laughs> such a big production. Um but yeah, it's part of it's part of the expat grind. So if you are an expat out there, like you know, get, 
get used to it. But so yeah. many cool people come through this city, and you'll make you know, more friends I, than you. You'll meet more people than you ever would have in your in your if you'd stayed where you were. Totally, and people that are like a lot of times trying new things and like, um, you know, challenging like their 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 beliefs or like trying something new. And um, I mean, in my case, you can I. I'm proving that you can always come back. Yeah. Right? So. You can come home again. Yeah. It's not like a thing. Like the prodigal son. Although, I don't think he was a good guy, right? All roads lead to Isaysa. Lead <laughs> <laughs> back into Isaysa. Oh, my God. The 25 show. The worst. All right. Oh, you've given me the travel bug. And we're actually packing our bags soon. So yes. we need to maybe get ready to, you know, put all of our liquids in a... <laughs> Court a one court see through zip top bag three the three 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 rule. Oh my god! I just want to like be reckless with my liquids. I want I want to live in a world where I don't have to worry about shoving them into a tiny ziploc bag. You know? I really I really but the security here is a joke. Oh, it's no it's big deal. Such a joke. Although they have body scanners now to say so. I mean, it's getting kind of it's mm. it, they're kicking it up a notch. Mm. But um yeah, so I guess we have like a lot of adventures waiting for us, and then yeah. we're gonna come back renewed, rejuvenated. I mean, I'm gonna obviously get some work done. Um, <laughs> you know. Just around the eyes, because um, a podcast is a visual medium. Right, right. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna get my vocal cords adjusted. Oh, I'm gonna get them polished. I'm gonna get our vocal cords adjusted so that we don't sound so much like each other anymore. Because we're just two hearts and one heart, two bodies. I can't even say that right. I'm so off my game. I hope. I think it's the moon. <laughs> I'm waiting for a Libra season. Just hanging on until then. We're almost there. We're so almost there. Um, so I guess this is like this is like our wrapping up season one. Oh my god. Put it just a little Thanks bow to on all it. our listeners Thanks, guys. out there. We love it's you. It's been so fun. I hope that you know, all four of you have enjoyed it. <laughs> and I hope that by next season we have eight and then 12. Right. And then we just keep going until eventually we have like a whole city block <laughs> of people. So please like share it, love it. I don't know if there's anything that you guys want us to talk about. Yeah. We're taking ideas. So please feel free. We want this to be something fun and exciting for you. And obviously we'll probably start including ASMR. <laughs> yeah if anyone wants to give us money also please let me know um so yeah it's time to say goodbye uh, bad information is recorded in palermo buenos aires and is hosted by moi Paige nichols and the lovely caroline mccann our radio operator oh, i can't even do this anymore you got it girl i'm just nervous i don't want it to end i know me too our radio operator is San- <laughs> santi santi I, what's I, can we just cut all of this out <laughs> santi sorigues and our audio editor is diego saloto so until next time, guys. I mean, there's so many things we could say. But I guess we'll just say, bye. bye. <laughs>